This week it's Whitney's birthday, and we're doing one of her favorites, Men at Work. Golf clap? Golf, Golf clap. clap. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. This is Bad Movies. Worst People. Fucking two, man. Ow! 42. You don't look. I a, am the answer. You don't look a month over 41. Aw, <laughs> thank you. I mean, she's not yet. <laughs> well, in the future. <laughs> God, peek Shocker, behind the peek behind I'm going to look exactly like this in 37 days. <laughs> All right. We'll see. You might have a black eye by then. I was just thinking <laughs> that. You might punch your face in the chin. <laughs> Something that Whitney said earlier was, I just punched my face in the chin. It hurts. It's better than punching your ass in the chin. Oh, man. Ooh. Is it? I don't know. Would that be the taint? Uh, yeah. 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 You could, That's the best we got. I'm glad we're not doing a video of this because you could visibly see us both thinking about it, like visualizing the what taint. What is an like, ass chin? I guess that is. Like, I mean, it's like the neck of the, the butt. Or are we just grateful I don't have a butt chin? Oh, like an actual butt chin. Yeah. Like oh, the Gaston. Michael, the yeah. Michael Douglas or Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Michael yeah. Douglas had throat cancer. Two yes. separate Not things. a butt chin. <laughs> Two very separate things. Unrelated. <laughs> Not related to butt chins. But related to each other. Yes. Uh, speaking of Michael Douglas, he had nothing to do with this movie. Uh-uh. But this movie came out in 1990. It was written and directed and starring... Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. So, and uh, within the first... Five seconds of the movie, we see Emilio Estevez's name. It says, Emilio Estevez film. Charlie Sheen. Emilio Estevez. Written he just by, sandwiched Directed himself. by. He just sandwiched his brother right inside yeah, of himself. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've watched this movie a lot growing up. Same. And I don't think I ever knew it was an Emilio Estevez joint, as it were. <laughs> like, obviously, I knew he was in it. I'm not an idiot. It's it's not something we paid attention to as children, at least not me. No, but as much as I rewatched it as a, uh, uh, what, a... My second youth, which is, you know, when you're 21. In your 20s, yeah. <laughs> uh, I still never knew. Okay. But well, that's why I picked this movie for my mental health birthday movie. Because yeah. I fucking just combining things. literally <laughs> grew up on this. No one uh-huh. cares about your mental health we on your birthday. We did Rambo for Jack's birthday. <laughs> no, that was for Rambo's birthday. That was for Rambo's birthday. <laughs> and Jack's. My birthday. <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone's birthday. Yeah. But because we're both really good friends with Sly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's here all the time. After that, after those episodes, though, he hasn't spoken to me in a while. Yeah, we, no. we did poke a little bit of fun at him. He's got that thing in his contract, that clause, the same thing as Jason Statham and stuff, where you can't, he can't lose a fight in any movie. Oh, also with The and Rock and Vin Diesel now. Yeah. Like, it's the whole thing. And I, I, I watched something recently. Oh, it's goddamn Fast X. And Jason Momoa, fantastic, gets his ass kicked because he's an actor. Yeah, because he knows, and he's gonna he's gonna be remembered, I think, more and more fondly than Vin Diesel ever will. I mean, I'd rather sleep with Momoa than Diesel. Oh, absolutely. Well, we'll all forget Vin Diesel when Fast Triple X finally comes out, uh-huh. and then he just disappears into the ether. I mean, if you're not watching any of the Fast and Furious, and you shouldn't, you don't know, you don't give a shit about him anyway, except for three words. Shocker! He's gonna come out with Pacifier too. Those aren't the words. The three words is I am Groot. <laughs> 
He's gonna do pacifier too. It's gonna be he's gonna do pretty well, so he's gonna be like, We're doing thirteen of these. I gotta raise my Family. I, I did a little too Stallone on that. Well, so. the, the difference I can't say anything other than fair. The difference is a paralyzed face and not, and I don't know who's who. <laughs> <laughs> one has a paralyzed face, and the other one can't act. Has a paralyzed soul. <laughs> yeah, it's he's a testicle. I mean, just watching him on screen next to the captivating Momoa. I mean, he's it's, it's mm. really easy to be a better actor than a fucking sleeveless shirt set of testicles. <laughs> I mean, my introduction to Momoa. Is from uh, G- Game, Game of, of Thrones? Thrones. Oh, yeah. Didn't Cal- fucking say a goddamn Cal word. Drago. <laughs> he didn't say a word of English. <laughs> I, I think he that's everybody's introduction. Uh-huh. Well, I'm sure his mother knew him before that. Nah. <laughs> Not his father. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know their relationship. I'm sure they're lovely. <laughs> Speaking of fathers, these two people have the same father. Yes, yeah. they do. I'm not good at segues, but I'm trying to get us back. Here. No, I think that's a great segue, sir. No, no, no. What I mean is I was writing a segue and I fell off. <laughs> that's a much worse segue. <laughs> he's, he's got the scar to show for it. <laughs> uh, so, yes, 1990 rated parental guidance 13 and under. Oh, well, that's why uh, we didn't see any nerps. Yeah. No nerps. Okay. And actually, you know what? Cursing. Cinemax said 16 plus. Do we even get like an F bomb? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Keith. He says the N word and he the F. Says just the like, but just enough to make sure it's like you get one. Everybody gets one before it's <laughs> okay. I think he right? said it like yeah. three times. Yeah, I think you get. I mean, technically, you get one F. I mean, it's nineties PG thirteen, which is very different than we have now. Yeah, because the TV said sixteen plus. Yeah, well, well that's I've, streaming. <laughs> I've discussed it before on here, but like the rating system doesn't actually have rules. It yep. depends on how what studio you're working for, how much money you have, and if you've made friends with the right people. Truth. So we haven't made friends with the right people, so we watch whatever the fuck we you want. You guys are friends with me. You definitely haven't made friends with the right people. <laughs> I was going to say that backwards. <laughs> so it starts with this music that's unlike the rest of the movie. So it's like this. There's synthy, two. Like, there's two songs in here that are unlike the rest of the movie. That like the score. Yeah, because it's like this synthy like kind of thing going yeah. on. And we're underwater. I'll See, give you this: it's John Carpenter meets Jaws meets Gordon Gecko. Like that's how that's what I heard when this is going on. I don't know on. the third one you said. Uh, Wall Street, just very Wolf corporate. Martin Sheen. No, no, Wall Street. Wall Street. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> you should watch it. You should watch Wall Street, and then you should watch Hot Shots Part Two, and that way you can get the joke. Uh huh. Okay. Man, you've been living your whole life not getting that joke. What joke? So Hot Shots Part Two. Hot Shots Part Two. Do We've got Charlie Sheen. On the river, on the boat, in, in Vietnam, going down, and he's doing like this monologue. He's in doing his like head. Apocalypse Now, really. Like Apocalypse okay. Now. And then you've got Martin Sheen. You start hearing this other voice. Martin doing, Sheen going upriver, okay, Charlie right, Sheen right, going right. downriver. Because Martin Sheen was in Apocalypse Now doing the same thing. Um, so, and then they cross each other, and then they see each other, and like their, their monologues are overlapping, and they look at each other, and they both go, I loved you in Wall Street, because they're together. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a solid joke. It's a lot funnier if I don't have to explain it. No, jokes work better when you have to explain them, I think. <laughs> Do you know how long it's been since I've seen Wall Street? Uh, I mean, never. not Wall Street. I was going to say Hot never. Shot, shots part. Not, not soon enough, dude. That movie's fo- so uh, fucking I, good. I got it from Blockbuster. It, it holds up. I probably haven't seen it since I was a teenager, and it's still ingrained in my soul because I saw it 473 times. I mean, we, we talked once. about it during Rambo. It's like, oh, he's going to shoot that chicken. Into- no, no, <laughs> that's Hot Shots. This is a fucking actual movie oh, they the stole chicken? it from. Yeah. 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 Anyway, speaking of nothing you were talking about. So there's leaky barrels. 
<laughs> Which is the name of a blues musician. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got them leaky barrel blues. These people are dumping these barrels in the ocean or something, and a there's this or... cackling villain who is also running a corporation, standing up by there watching it happen. And it's basically, <laughs> he mentions he's making paint thinner, and he's like, I got to put the waste somewhere. I'm like, isn't paint thinner the waste? Paint thinner is right? the waste. That's this is the byproduct. <laughs> also, with these barrels, how much fucking paint thinner you making, buddy? Yeah, right? Uh, uh, Potter something, Potterdam the third. Yeah, I got his name at the end when he says it very pronounced. Well, and so I bring it up because in a little bit, Charlie Sheen's going to give a fake name, mm-hmm. and he gives like a Mark Ted Ted. Uh, I'm making up the last Something name. Ted Weathersby the third. The third. Uh, it's Kaczynski. Kaczynski. I, Ted Kaczynski. I, I was Ted Kaczynski the third. The third coming of Ted Kaczynski. But no, I wonder. Like after Potterdam the third said his name, I was like maybe Charlie Sheen saw the Time Life Time article that oh. had this guy on it, and was like, oh. "That's why I'm gonna do pretentious name the third. Okay. Probably. Maybe. That makes sense. It's Maxwell Potterdam. Yeah. Okay. I went, I went to my notes and looked it up. But yeah, he's an asshole. He looks like a cartoon character of an 80s businessman. Uh-huh. <laughs> that deep V cut of the sharp, high shoulders. High shoulder that sharp angled slicked suit. back and I'm talking greasy <laughs> hair. <laughs> it kind of looks like the villain from Three Ninjas but like with a full body. That can't fight. That yeah. still has yeah. hair. But like that guy was like scrawny and balding. This guy actually looks like he might have a full human body and he's not balding. <laughs> I mean, he's got like a little it's, bit of it's a It's thinning. Peak, it's but, thinning. You know. uh, but yeah, definitely recognized him from uh, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. He's yeah. the, the sleazy boyfriend sleeping with the boss, also trying to fuck what I believe is an underage uh, Applegate at the time. I recognized him from American Psycho. Oh, no, that's Christian Bale. <laughs> Dude, watching that guy fuck somebody, looking at himself in the mirror, even he's making an ugh noise. Exactly. He does. He looks like a poor man's Christian Bale here. He's like, he does. He's like Christian Bale with bad teeth and not a great, like, and without the, 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 the angular face. It wasn't bad teeth. It was just the tingy, the, the, the tobacco, tobacco, tobacco coffee stained teeth. Well, but, but they were yeah. beautiful. We're talking 90s perfect. Hollywood, so, I mean, no yeah. one's bleaching yet. And, exactly. You know, it's a different. Well, that's why his asshole looked that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> no one's bleaching their assholes in the 90s. Um, and standing next to him, though, is the poor man's Ed Bagley Jr., Daryl Larson. And I only want to know his name because he's doing some great work later in this movie. Yes, he yeah. is. Not when he's, not when he's talking. Yeah. No, he's not fine. He's, he's fine. Al- he's alive. He's competent alert. when he's alive. Uh, played. Pl- he's playing Jack Berger, which, by the way, I don't like hearing my name in a movie. No, you don't. I just yeah. It's but not- didn't did it not give you a good idea for like a fast food restaurant? Come on down to Jack Burger. No, Jack Burger sounds like you jizz on someone's bread and feed it to him. Like, no, no, Is, you can't have your name Jack. You came in up with anything. that way too fast. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's just on the tip of my mind. You like, want to hear about Jack Barbecue? You don't. We don't just pull our pork. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can get this pulled pud sandwich. What'd you say? Pulled pork sandwich. I think you heard me. <laughs> but yes, he's a councilman running for mayor, and he's been covering up for these guys who are dumping toxic waste because they said it would only it wouldn't leak for 150 years. So I'll be dead, and it's my fucking kids' problem. Yeah, he's a fucking my children's children's children. Ain't problem. that America? Well, he's a pol- he's a politician. They only give a shit about what's happening in the next four years, yeah. or however long their term is. <laughs> but for whatever reason, today he has had enough. I just, I, he grew a conscience. 
Jiminy Cricket jumped up on his shoulder. <laughs> no, he didn't grow a conscience. He's yeah, running for mayor, and these barrels are leaking. And yeah. so he's like, oh, shit, this is going to come back on me. That's literally Oh, it. so yeah, he has no, it's not a moral high no, ground. It's, it's it's self-defense, self-preservation. Oh, I uh, retract my statement. Yeah, Fuck he's this a guy. piece of shit. Yeah, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> and then we go to Emilio Estevez sleeping Emilio. on the beach with some rando chick who we never meet again. Nope. No, I still think it was her. I think it's, I, I her who? <laughs> From <laughs> nobody else here was with us while we were watching the movie. I think she's a nobody for the record, but say your piece. The, I, she kind of looked like from the angle and sounded like the chick from Pee Wee's Playhouse or the baby girl from Val uh, Valley Girl. I just don't think it was her. And if you're gonna get so that girl, that, in, when you're saying the girl from Pee Wee's Playhouse, you mean the girl that also played Batman or uh, Oswald Cobblepot's mom? No, no. Oh, okay. She's talking about the main girl. Her name escapes me. She does the Dee Dee? voice for Rugrats. Uh, uh, D from Pee Wee's Playhouse. I'm a loner, Dottie. Dottie. She plays yeah, Dottie. That the Dottie. That's the one that ends up being his like girlfriend in yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse. She yeah. was the one. Him and her played Oswald Cobblepot's parents in. Batman oh, I thought Returns. I thought it was Helena Bottom Carter. That no, did. no, okay. No, it was those two. Which I knew. Awesome. I knew it was Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman yeah. was Bottom Bottles. Bomb Bottle. <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth Daly is who we're uh, talking Edward about, by the Bum way. Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Daly, who's we're talking about, by the way. And I just don't think it's her because talking about 90, she would have more than one line. Um, yeah. And I think this scene is, it, t- to me, is setting up that Emilio is a Lothario trashman. Yes. Yeah. Like he just, well, just know, a person right he, now. We don't know he's a trashman he, yet. Well, but he can, he can, he can pull. Yes, but he, he does can. seem like a trashman. We man. find that out also. Oh, I didn't mean garbage man. I meant trashman. <laughs> <laughs> we find that when they're on the route too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see a little more of that. And then we get Charlie Sheen, who is not a Lothario, no. because he's hanging out in his apartment. Well, their apartment, we find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just peeping on everybody. And at first I was like, oh, he's just watching this girl because he's a perv. He's watching everybody. He's oh, yeah. going full Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window. One thousand percent. Oh, there's a stewardess over there getting naked. <laughs> I'm just going to watch her. Oh, put I'm your, just going to watch put her. Put your tree tables up. Make <laughs> room for this. I'm definitely in the upright position. That's <laughs> where I was going. Make room for this boner. <laughs> got it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, stewardess. <laughs> now just look at it. Merry Christmas to me. You want to top that tree with your star? I do love when he's peeking through all these different windows and he gets past and there's some dude also <laughs> looking with binoculars at his building. I mean, sleazeball as it's shit. It's 5 a.m., by the way. <laughs> oh, and yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I we just, hear it on the radio. It's great, though, because he's like, what are you looking at? Yeah. What a creep. <laughs> uh. And I thought they were going to like cut to that guy looking at someone in his building, but no, they right. just move on. I wanted it's... a little bit more back and forth. Maybe spend five more seconds on this scene. <laughs> you know, of like maybe the, they take the binoculars up, binoculars down. Maybe something is mouth to them. Maybe a mutual middle finger. But it's fine. I'm just, you know, I want a little more from like that. that meme. Hey, what's your name? I don't know that meme. Send oh, it to me. I will. <laughs> he points up, and the guy just goes out to his balcony and looks up with his binoculars to see what he's looking at. You know, the other girl up there? Yeah. That kind of thing? <laughs> no, no, no. Not you. Her. Yeah, yeah. Up there. He's like, oh, But I shit, can't okay. see because it's above me. He's on a balcony. Oh, he'll hold a mirror for him, dude. Creeps help each other out. <laughs> Do we know? Oh, yeah. I've oh. heard. Uh, okay. Peeper's Anonymous. I don't belong to a club. So Well, you're not in the fucking club. <laughs> he does end up seeing this girl who we find out later is kind of the main character, a main character of this movie. Uh-huh. She's so definitely the main female. She's Jack Berger's assistant, but at this point, uh, he's just campaign watching her. Campaign manager. Campaign manager. Campaign okay. manager. Put a little respect on it. Okay, I 
I don't know. I was I didn't even get her name. I don't know if they ever say it except oh, for once. That's funny. I don't like Connie. I think it's like Rebecca? Susan or something. Susan. Susan. Is it Suze? Susan. Yeah. Suze all day. Because when right. he's slamming on the barrels. Susan. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. in my head, I hear Susan and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to go see a doctor about that. Uh, played by Leslie Hope. It's what I call him. Who night. I didn't really recognize as an actress, obviously. But, Super uh, cute. She directed a bunch of the reboot of the Lost in Space. Yeah, I saw that. She did that's Lost pretty, in Space. That's pretty awesome. She directed some of the episodes of the Snowpiercer TV show with uh-huh. David Diggs. So, like, she's done some cool shit. She's still working in Hollywood. I mean,. Yeah. Getting paid, girl. They have to go to work, and they're garbage men. They have to do garbagey things. And <laughs> they're drinking Jolt Cola, hanging out in their truck. And these guys behind them, who are just their rivals throughout the movie, which I think it was Frost and Lazinski. Yeah. Sounds oh, right. yeah. No, no. You got you nailed it. I wasn't sure if it was Lazinski or if I heard it wrong. And then later on, I was just filling in Lazinski because of... Uh, um, Dan Aykroyd in Tommy yeah. Boy. <laughs> so you've got one who is a uh, very leather vest, big pompadour greaser style, and the other guy is just a white dude with dreadlocks, uh, Jamaican Super hat that out. like uh, fucking half baked. You know, yeah, what? exactly. If, if I wasn't Jamaican, while I wear this hat, he's got the uh, reggae African pendant. Like, I mean. Full on. Full <laughs> what on. What part of Jamaica are you from? <laughs> Down by the beach, boy. <laughs> I mean, this guy is actually doing a good job of making me not like him, but enjoying him on screen. <laughs> yes. Like every time something happens to him, which I'm sure you're about to get to, like every time something happens to him, I'm loving it. Well, it's, so they spend the movie basically going back and forth pranking each other, but these guys don't understand what a prank is. Like at the beginning here, they do. They are murderers. But it escalates yeah. quickly. Yes, it does. Like, so this first one, as. Emilio and Charlie are just talking to each other. The guy yelled at him to get the fuck out of the way. Because he's ready to get some trash. Yeah. I'm on the clock, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so make that money. And they're just slowly <laughs> backing up while they're just chit-chatting to each other. They just back into him enough to smash his headlight. Uh-huh. Also, there was no like, beep. I don't think he put it in reverse. I think he just put it in neutral, neutral? and let it goes down. He's sneaking. Oh. That's how the garbage truck sneaks. Okay, I got you. They, that way they didn't notice right away until they were like, is that truck getting bigger? I mean, just some garbage <laughs> pranks here. <laughs> and then their prank is like he uh, Charlie Sheen goes into the glove box to get his gloves out and a giant airbag fills the entire cab of the car. Yes, Pretty cool. it does. Pretty That's cool. a good one. And it comes back. Um, <laughs> how did you feel, just generally real quick, we'll get back to the, how did you feel about Emilio and Charlie back and forth? I thought it was pretty good. It looks natural, obviously. I mean, I knew you would like it. Sorry, I knew Whitney would like it because this is a movie we grew up on. Derek, first time seeing it? First time. So I'm going to ask it. you more questions like that than I will <laughs> her. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, you know, you don't know how that chemistry is going to be. It's like, well, am I just getting my brother a job or can we actually like... Yeah. Work together, like. But shocker, it's not the first movie they've done together. Well, but it's it's a better chemistry than Young Guns. Was when was Young Guns? Oh, Young Guns might have been uh, later, huh? No, mid eighties or late late eighties. Okay, Young Guns, I think it was like eighty eight. Yeah, oh, it sounds okay. about right. Okay, I had to think about it, but yeah, eighty eight. It's de- it's it, it's before this. Okay, so they were so apparently Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez were like pulling pranks on each other too because they're brothers. Yeah, I saw this in the trivia. Um. Charlie Sheen pulled a prank quote fucked his wife didn't he (laughs) got Um, your wife pregnant (laughs) kinda no but uh, (laughs) so apparently he said that Emilio Estevez 
had punched a paparazzo in a restaurant the night before they started filming, and he went so far as to get uh, an on-set like police officer who was working there to come and uh, like pretend to arrest him while they were doing a take. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> and like Emilio Estevez was like losing his shit until he looked over and saw Charlie Sheen laughing, and he's like, "Okay, all right. garbage pranks, dude. <laughs> Gotta love it." I was like, I was like, that's that's fucked up. And Sounds also like hilarious. some shit my sister and I would do to each other. <laughs> I mean, if you guys were famous and had money, yeah, you would do I mean, shit at least like this, this was all like, the time. Yes, this was a real cop who was an on-set cop, but it was at least he didn't actually call the police. Yeah. He got someone in on it. <laughs> he had a little yeah. bit of uh, re- reservation, <laughs> yeah. at least enough. There was, um, at the end of the credits, there was a thank you to the, the city's police department. Well, they, they might have helped him shut down some of the yeah. shoots and stuff. But uh, I mean, probably shot on location, right? It looked it looked it pretty fun. Looked in like LA. California. <laughs> yeah, no, this was definitely shot in in or around LA. Somewhere. Yeah, they, they weren't shutting down any downtown streets. Oh no, <laughs> you ain't seen this downtown. What town did they call it? Palalalis. Los Playas. <laughs> oh yes, La- Los Playas. That's how I read it. Was I'm like, look at that, Los Playas. <laughs> so we have these. Uh, hitmen that are introduced. How do you know they're hitmen? Uh, well, they have a license plate, and it's very. <laughs> you have to like really use your deduction powers when you're reading it. <laughs> oh, like there's but a one instead of an I. It says hitmen. Just H I T M E N hitmen. I know. There I was, was like a space in between. So I know, but like you know, men. you'd like to like maybe put the three. The E is a three. The <laughs> I is a one. Enough. You know, maybe do something See, clever. They, like, they applied for men. that, and the the. Um, DMV was like, we can't give you a license plate that says hit man. They were like, no, no, no. It says hit men. My brother here is he's a boxer. <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, actually, I'm I'm a baseball player. Well, and I get hits. I'm I was hit thinking man. like I'm the top of the hits, man. Oh yeah, so we've got uh, the Billboard charts. <laughs> we are also <laughs> baseball players, and we're boxers, and uh, we're drug dealers. We're nope, just, nope, not that one. We're just hits, man. <laughs> I'm, just, a, I'm a famous singing boxer <laughs> <laughs> that plays basketball. Plays baseball in his spare time. <laughs> You're about to find out what the hitman is. <laughs> I box on baseball's off time. <laughs> when is off season for me? Never? Oh, almost never. I mean, spring training's it, like starting right after the World Series is what? November? October? No, October's the playoffs. So it's like November. So you have December, January, February off, and then you're right back to training. Because I know Reggie Jackson was Mr. October because he was in the World Series a lot. Or was it I, just the playoffs? I, I want to say that's just because October is when it matters the most. You're in the playoffs. Okay. I don't know. We're not sports people here. I know Reggie Jackson Just was Mr. Us. October because of basketball. Uh-huh. I was, so. I was wondering. I was like, how the fuck do you even know that name? Because of the Bernie Mac movie? <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never saw that. Derek's Spoiler over here alert, Ty I, Cobb facts. I'm like, how do you know about Ty Cobb? Basketball. <laughs> Duh. That's where I get all my sports trivia. <laughs> This bat says Ty Cobb. (laughs) 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 Fucking great. We just kind of get introduced to them. They're working for Maxwell Pompadour III or whatever. (laughs) 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 Maxwell Pompadour III. (laughs) And then Charlie Sheen and Mimi Estevez are getting harassed throughout the movie by these fucking bike cops. These Reno 911 cops. Wait, hold on. You say bike cop. Let's elaborate. They are bicycle, oh, bicycle cops. cops. Yes. <laughs> so I say bike cop, and I'm thinking California, so I automatically think bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> but here in Tucson, I mean, that's how you make money is, you know, yeah. being a bike cop and arresting people, <laughs> yep. writing tickets. I was going to say, they don't arrest anybody. Well, they write a lot of the tickets. <laughs> they do write a lot of tickets. Uh, but yeah, these guys whose names I didn't really get, but they're 
constantly harassing. Well, one of them was constantly harassing him. The other guy's one's a harassing in training. The one is a new guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's learning. Also, my new partner. He's learning how to discriminate. <laughs> he doesn't know that you're supposed to treat the lower class people bad yet. Well, uh, he's but he's the one with the mustache. Shouldn't he be the higher up? No, that's a that's a fucking issued mustache. He just got that from the fucking station. <laughs> yes, he did. He's... But like, dude, these cops are especially you know the the uh, top guy. I wish we would have gotten their names, but we didn't. He like, he's an asshole to these guys from what we can tell because you're garbage men. Yeah, yeah. Literally, that's the only issue. He's like, if you're not breaking the law right now, you're gonna be, and I'm all over you. Yeah, you guys are fucking. You guys have no uh, ambition. You have no goals. You're just garbage men. I'm like. Someone People has to have do this. to do jobs. I didn't know you can go to jail for not having goals and ambitions. I would have yeah, been arrested a leave. long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I got to go on the lam. <laughs> it's that th- movie thing where it's like anybody who is a normal blue collar person is a piece of shit. Uh huh. And I don't like that because uh, there's a lot of normal blue collar people out there and they yeah. have to be. I don't even wear a collar. Yeah. I'm a no collar person. <laughs> I mean, spoiler, I was raised by blue collar. <laughs> Well, you are Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to go above. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's why they killed Kennedy. <laughs> oh, Fucking shirt color changed. Too soon. Oh. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Never too that soon. Was like, that was like 60 years ago. <laughs> shirt color changed. <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> See, if he wasn't wearing a white shirt, we went to that. Dude, stick with the blue collar, guys. <laughs> It's the color of our people. <laughs> so they're talking shit, and we get your guys' favorite joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, because this guy monologues, and then I think it's Emilio. Yeah. No, Charlie Sheen starts it. Oh, okay. Take it away. Golf clap? Golf clap. And the sound of their gloves make it sound it like, like it's an a, audience. It's an it's an audience golf clapping. It's, a, it's the best part of any movie that's ever been made. I wonder how many Oscars they got. Uh, I'm going to guess. I didn't look it up. Seven. I'm going to say zero. Oh, I was close. <laughs> so then there's this trashy montage. I like it. Well, it's trashy because they're doing trash stuff. Yeah. No, I also mean I like the fuck. montage. It's great. They're high-fiving trash can lids. I mean, they're throwing trash cans all over the fucking place. One even just throws the trash can in the compactor. That's that's just after, because now they start talking. Now we have a little bit that doesn't come to much, but uh, of a hope and a goal. Yep. It's the last year we're throwing trash. You said that last year. Yeah, but this year, I mean it. We're opening the surf shop. That's, what? <laughs> yeah, that's their goal. And by the way, the high, trash can high-five, we're going to call that uh, Charlie's Trash Can. Uh, yeah, that comes around. Well, I mean, it's also, uh, oh, oh no. Oh, Grouch is garbage. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch is garbage. So they are trash men, right? Trash, trash folk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a preferred nomenclature, dude. Uh, apparently, garbage please, garbage man. American. Apparently the Japanese Garbage Collectors Union uh, demanded that this movie to be banned from Japan because it's disparaging to garbage men. I mean... Yeah, it makes no, them look like assholes. Of... Well, they are. They they're like throwing the trash in and just hucking well, the yeah. trash cans. They're bowling in the alley. It's a bad <laughs> example of garbage mending. <laughs> but they're also getting reprimanded for it. Yeah, exactly. I gotta say, I love this this guy. Come, I almost said chief because he reminds me of a police yeah. chief. I wrote down angry black police chief. <laughs> I mean, it's great, dude. He's like he's so close. To like hand your fucking badge in. Put your golf clubbing uh, golf uh, golf clapping gloves on the table. <laughs> Your meat-cutting apron legs. Put your meat-cutting apron legs. Hand them in with your badge. 
yeah, you're on suspension. He is just going at him like like an angry police chief from an '80s movie. It uh-huh. was fantastic. Who who bowled a bowling ball into Avenue H? <laughs> Don't know anything about. I mean, that. they're laughing. Can't help you there. <laughs> yeah, I, that's. I think calling him chief is fine. And they that's when they're told that they're going to have an observer. They're on double secret probation, uh-huh. and they're going to have an observer. Oh, nerdlinger sitting in there with them. <laughs> and it's his brother, his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, yeah. That's all they know. Yep. It's awesome who it he is. He had to get his brother-in-law a job. It's the wonderful Keith David. Keith David. Who's way too much Woo. gravitas for this movie. He does a great job, but when he's early on before he loses his fucking mind, uh-huh. he's just kind of an asshole. I'm sitting there going, he is such a good actor, and this movie is so below where But he's <laughs> elevating this movie. Yeah. He is. I mean, I think there's a lot of people doing a lot of things, and he is just, hey, all, uh, what is it, all ships in a rising tide. Yeah. All and actors into Keith David. You know what's crazy is he's, so he's playing a Vietnam, I mean, it's not crazy, it's fun. He's playing a <laughs> Vietnam veteran, right? Yeah. He was in Platoon with Charlie Sheen also. Uh-huh. Yes, he was. Who played a Vietnam veteran. And why isn't that on IMDb trivia? <laughs> it might have been. I didn't go through them all because I got real fucking angry. It's at so somebody. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Did you know that they're brothers? <laughs> but it, what, what's Charlie Sheen's name in this? Carl Taylor? Carl Taylor. In, sure. In, in uh, Platoon, he was. I think he was Chris Taylor. Oh. So I wonder, wonder if he's supposed to be his own brother. And, and Keith <laughs> David is mad at him. Or his son? His son. Yeah. He'd be his son. He'd be his son because this is 1990. Uh-huh. And then Keith David's just really mad at him because he's like, I remember your dad. But he was mad at Emilio, there, not Sheen. Yeah. He apologized to Sheen. He's like, I'm sorry you had to get that punch He did punch, punch him in the, in the face, though. Yeah. <laughs> Only because he was caught in the middle. He had it coming. We also have a really quick little appearance of Roger Pedactor again uh-huh. <laughs> from Ace Ventura. Well, I got his name this time, Tony Evans. Tony he Evans. He doesn't come back. So I looked up his name while we were watching the movie, and then I was like, oh, he's he I was going to say, okay. so So we have Jack Berger, who's trying to get a tape to the police. Yes. Framing up uh, Pompadouris. And he goes to Roger Predactor. These are all words just coming right out of my mouth here. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, goes to Roger Predactor and is like, hey, I got the tape plays it and it's his campaign tape instead and as soon as this guy leaves i don't think Pedactor is like on the take but he calls yep potter damn potter damn well <laughs> and he's like hey it's probably nothing but he says he's got a tape of you i'm sure it's all on the up and up yeah what are you like what are you doing calling this guy for yeah i feel like it is he maybe he's not I don't know. Easier explanation. He's, maybe he's, he's not on, on the take. Maybe he's not on the take. Maybe it's like a, uh, he donates a lot to the police retirement fund. Yeah. It's like somebody giving Bezos a call. I'm like, hey, they're going to investigate you for slave labor. Like, I want to hide your slaves. No, I think I, I'm going to take it where he's it's not, not on like the that, take. It's not like that because that can't happen. Where he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's talking ill about you and you're like the nicest guy in the world. Okay. So he's like, he's taken with him. I think Derek's right. He's donating. Yeah. And also, yeah, he's charmed him. He's charmed him with his with his money. Somewhere in here, we get the first of two shit pranks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Frost and Lozinski. Dreads and Pomps. <laughs> yes, Dreads and Pomps. Open, uh, one of them opens his locker door, and the, the airbag from earlier blows up. They're in towels, by the way. Oh, just yeah. Fresh they out just of the got shower. out of the shower. And the airbag blows up, and he's like, oh, come on, guys. What? No creativity? Real original. Yeah. And that bag explodes and just sprays shit all over them and everything around them. We've all seen t-shirt cannons at uh, sporting events. It's that with Dookie. Yeah. It's I like mean, if that it's was a t-shirt cannon. That's filled with wet diarrhea. Ugh. Ugh. 
I mean, here's the prank. How, how, how did you? Poop? Yeah, how did how did you collect this diarrhea? You saw how much Jaeger and Budweiser they drink. That's oh, yeah. in the mornings too. Yeah, that's their poop. They have truck Jaeger. Spoiler <laughs> for this movie: there's a bottle of truck Jaeger. So the councilman guy ends up going to his campaign manager's apartment while Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez are home playing Trivial Pursuit. But not really. It's just that you read a question and then you take a drink. It's not a drinking game. No, just, but that's funny because they're, they're, they do, they read it, and then they give some sarcastic answer, and then they give the real answer, and it's yeah. always right. And one of them does come back around, so he's like, what's a- Phrenology. Phrenologist, yeah. What is the, what is phrenology? He's like, uh, the study of Walt's asshole, which I think <laughs> Walt was their boss. Yes. Because oh. <laughs> they were complaining at him about him at the time. And then he he does give the correct answer, which does- So does Walt's asshole come back. Walt's asshole so comes this. back. Because it's about the, the bumps and contours of a human skull. I don't know. I know it's a real thing. I just don't believe it. But is it like a real thing, or is it like yeah, it a, is. is it like a real like thing? Pseudoscience. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A real thing like stones and and palm and reading. acupuncture and all that stuff. <laughs> it's a, it's not like a fake thing like therapy. Like it's a real <laughs> science, like astrology. <laughs> Get it right, asshole. You had me worried for a second. When I said stones, I didn't mean like geology. I meant like the hot stones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, know, I was making sure. Oh, I, I actually thought you meant Rolling Stones. <laughs> I'm not sure that they're real. I, was uh, I need a little thinking, help. Can't you hear me knocking? <laughs> I thought you were meaning like the chicken bones in a bag where you're just like, oh, Ooh. it says this. I mean, that's kind of like what hot stones and acupuncture are. <laughs> and it's like therapy. Yeah. It's like reading. Well, I'm okay. just kidding. I'm, I'm 100% you know sarcastic and people can't tell. Let's I make fun therapy. of therapy all year until May. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, mental health go. month. We can't do that then. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't feel bad about therapy, guys. Mm-mm. But we're going to make fun of it. Oh, yeah. We're going to um, make fun of everything. We grew up in the 90s. Charlie Sheen ends up shooting the councilman in the ass with a pellet gun. And then they duck behind the thing to hide. And as they're hiding so he doesn't see them, the hitmen come in and fucking murder this dude. Yep. I mean, I actually love this couple. And I'm calling them a couple. I, I'm just, <laughs> they are. Couple. They are. I didn't get the long hair guy's name, but I did get Mario, who uh, uh, Derek kept calling... Egon mixed with Buddy Holly. Yeah, I mean, if exactly. Buddy Holly was was fighting ghosts. Have you ever seen the movie Six String Samurai? No. Okay. Well, we should watch that it. That name I have sounds it. awesome. It's it's pretty cool, and it's like this Buddy Holly esque musician who's in like a post apocalypse as a samurai. Oh, dope guy. But he kind of looks like that guy who's a guy playing a Buddy Holly esque guy. Yeah. But also he's got the Egon hair and very heavy Italian Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Mar- Mario. Mario, not Mario. <laughs> Um, and they kill the councilman who we, like I mentioned, was there to get the real tape because yeah. he realized he had the wrong tape. Uh-huh. The plot of this movie doesn't much matter. No, but it's a great movie. It's all I mean, over. It's so it. easy something, to fucking follow. Something about environmental something. Something. The tape is the MacGuffin you have to get. <laughs> yeah, this and we is, have adventures along the way. This is an audio recording cassette tape, not like a VHS tape or anything. Oh, like that. and if you if you did grow up in the '90s, you'll recognize it was Ooh. the clear cassette with like pink writing and the yellow, yellow spools. Neon. Like, oh. Yeah. oh baby, this took me back. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, that was a good little time. You're sitting there with your finger on record. Shut fucking up, DJ. Oh, I'm taking it out and rolling it back up with a pencil because I got it all fucked up in some yep. of boombox. Oh. <laughs> Kids today will never fucking know just don't get it you don't have to rewind an mp3 (laughs) (laughs) you just press the back button just once so they kill the guy and they take him and they throw him into this barrel which are the same barrels they were throwing into the water earlier Uh but then they just fucking romp through these alleyways yeah this guy is going way too fast (laughs) also you have the wrong vehicle i know you love your car with a hitman license plate rent a van yeah rent a truck because this barrel 
Uh, Chrysler. Chrysler. It's, it's a fa- it's a fake Cadillac, is what okay. it is. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's it's the pr- it's the poor hitman's Cadillac. <laughs> well, they do mention getting their uh, Taser on sale, so uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, it flies out of the back, and they don't realize they lost a body, which is inconvenient. You can get Mario. He's like, whoa, drive a little faster. Maybe you can put me through the windshield. <laughs> and it conveniently rolls right next to a pile of trash. Wonder who's going to find oh, it the next day. What? So Emilio Estevez wakes up to his alarm going off, and he throws it, and a cat yowls <laughs> as if we are in Cherry 2000 again. Uh-huh. Literally, there's no cats in this movie. Just that cat. Oh. It died when they threw the alarm <laughs> clock at it. <laughs> One of us did a convincing enough meow to upset your dog. Yeah. She did not like that. Fuck cats. Ugh. No, no, I fuck cats. (laughs) Your dog's a little aggressive, man. (laughs) While they're trying to get ready for work, Charlie Sheen starts making his 80s shake. Which we keep running into. I guess I say we keep running into it. I think it was like once or twice. Shakedown, but we did talk about Shakedown on the episode we talked about. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. So we've got Stone Cold, Shakedown, and this is known as the Shakedown. Break down (laughs) what is in this shake. Melty Dryer's Ice Cream. Coffee, not fresh brewed, mind you. He grabbed a cup, smelt it, and dumped it in. Um, I would say, conservatively, three shots of Jaeger. Conservatively. I was like, thinking about a third of a bottle. Yeah, but. I mean, he doesn't... There's no pour spout, and he gives it a five count. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, and yeah. And then tops it off and with? Then to, well, he's a, that, that's it. That's all he thinks he needs until it just... What is that? What it's the non Tylenol? Tylenol. It's the non candy coated yeah. <laughs> Tylenol. Which hey, give me Tylenol coffee and ice cream, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if Hair I the dog, man. Uh, yeah. Hair the dog. Ugh, no, no well, thing. If that you. dog is Jaeger, I don't need it. Yeah, that dog will not hunt. <laughs> no, that will. dog won't hunt. <laughs> the lesser known, less clayful. <laughs> it's actually Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. That's what it's from. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh well, of course you know the original. <laughs> Why would it's, I think Texas otherwise? Chainsaw Massacre Two is almost superior to the original. That's saying something. And in a totally different way. Texas Chainsaw Massacre One is a is a nice, fun, intense slasher movie. Uh-huh. Texas Chainsaw Two is the the thing that you think Texas Chainsaw One is. It's the bonkers off the wall. It's kind of like House of a Thousand Corpses or something. It's so like it's a just, family of murderers. It's just funner. Yeah. More Speaking fun. of House of a Thousand Corpses, Bill no. uh, Bill Mosley is in it, who okay. is the long hair guy from House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, Maniac Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, Devil's Maniacs. Same thing. Different movie that we'll do at a different time. Yeah. Because we will. Because I have it on 4K. So <laughs> they meet <laughs> <Because> Keith. <laughs> they meet Keith David, who is their observer, playing Lewis. Doesn't matter. We're calling him Keith David. Oh, for the rest of his life. <laughs> yes. May it be long. And, and prosperous. He's just doodling. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. It's only these first like two scenes. Uh-huh. But he's supposed to be taking notes about their performance, and, and he's, he's just drawing like a garbage, garbage truck, truck with, like, like he's got like rockets. On oh the, no, that's like, not till the, the no, 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 no. The, the garbage, garbage truck, truck has, has like had, a rocket launcher. He had on weapons it. Oh, on it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He like so he's like, all right, I'm in this garbage truck. How would I weaponize this? How could we use this in Vietnam? This is our first <laughs> clue to he's got serious PTSD. Yeah. You, now see, you think the Chinese government would be all about. The garbage men being armed up. It was the, it was Japan. Oh, now no. Okay, now I okay. see why. No. <laughs> They're not Ch- allowed to have a Chinese standing. are definitely putting rockets on their garbage trucks Japan's, any day of the Japan's week. Japan's not allowed to have a standing army. It was part of our uh, treaty at the no end of World War II. No wonder they kneel so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. but, <laughs> so he's talking. She's talking shit to them. He's like, "You're going too fast." Whatever, and. 
Charlie Sheen just keeps giving him that like, hey, buddy, kind of thing. And I wrote K- it down because I loved it. I wrote it down because I loved it. When I feel like talking to you, I will look at you. <laughs> Intense. Like, you want to talk about gravitas, man. And Emilio is not having any part of this. Even the night before, Charlie Sheen even's like, hey, dude, don't like get up in his face or anything. So he's, he's a problem child. Yeah. And instantly, just like, this fucking sucks. Emilio is the Charlie Sheen of this movie. Yes, uh-huh. he is. <laughs> I can act that. You want me to be an asshole to everybody? I can <laughs> act that. I grew up with it. I have, I have a case study on that. <laughs> I, I wrote this movie and Charlie Sheen's reading it and he's like, oh, so uh, I'm going to be James St. James? And he's like, no, no, that's me. <laughs> you get to be the fucking doofy one for once. I'm the one that sleeps with all the he's girls. Like, I'm the lady killer. <laughs> I get to do coke, not you. <laughs> no, well, they, they both did coke. <laughs> you ever seen uh, Maximum Overdrive? No. Yes, I have. Yes. I'm pretty With sure Emilio, Emilio Estevez the, the did green... all of Stephen King's cocaine while they were making that movie. <laughs> Steve, Emilio Estevez is just off the fucking rails. That's the one that with like the Green Goblin semi. Yeah. yeah. And when I say off the rails, I don't mean like like a like a train. No, like he, <laughs> I he mean, did a rail and walked right onto set. I'm fresh off the rails. Let's shoot this. Um, so they go they end up going to lunch, and I have to mention it because it reminded me of Jack. Yes, if anybody knows Jack, you guys first, will first, get the scene. This didn't remind me of Jack, but he's drawing Keith Davis drawing another picture, and you see this beautiful picture of like a pier and people walking out there with kids, and oh, there's like so birds lovely. and stuff. And then he moves his hand, and there's just an attack helicopter shooting <laughs> rockets at it. He's stable, <laughs> um, but we didn't talk. We we just I don't think it really matters, but we do have like you said, Keith David going to punch. Emilio oh, and yeah. catching Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And I bring it up because Derek made a great joke because it cuts to Charlie Sheen looking in the mirror with a bunch of blood running down his nose. Like, <laughs> that is not the first time he's looked at himself in the mirror with a fucking bloody nose. Not, this, dur- not during this movie this shoot. Not during any movie shoot, dude. <laughs> you don't think that's a behavior you do once in your life. It's a, it, what really happened. And they're like, let's get this on film. Yeah. Emilio's just like, use it. Yeah, Go they actually it. added in the scene of Keith David beating them up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we need something. Why is he bleeding? We have so much footage of Charlie with a bloody nose. Uh, but yeah, well, now we'll talk about the elephant in the room, me. Uh, <laughs> That's go, my terrible on. elephant. So he's Keith David has his food sitting there. I think it's Emilio Estevez reaches to grab some fries, and he's just he loses his fucking shit. Grabs there his fucking are hand. A few things in this world that are sacred. One of those things is a man's French fries. You remember that? You live a long, healthy life. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. What kind of maniac just reaches on somebody's plate for their fries? I grab his fries all the time. You guys are married. It's a contract. Turk grabs off of my plate That's all the time. That's Turk. He's a savage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, never, I'll never forget it because it was the only time I saw Jack get mad at me. <laughs> it wasn't. I wasn't mad at you. It's just a. You instinct. weren't mad at me. It's I just instinct. saw the murder in your eyes. There, I wasn't mad at you. I just wanted to kill you. <laughs> he was sitting there, and he, it was like he was done with his food, and there was fries, and I just walked by, and I was like, "Yoink!" Like, jokingly, I'm like, I even went yoink, and he's just like, "No." It's a PTSD <laughs> that, he didn't thing. Say man. no. You're the but I have youngest to say of it. five. No, I'm the middle of four. Oh, this is a this is an audio format, so I had to say no. But his look just said no, and I was like, "I'm sorry." I wanted to put it back, but I know that's worse. <laughs> that, that would have made it worse. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing that. That would have made it worse. Look, I don't mean to be that way, and I will share food. Like if people ask, I'm I will hand plates over. I just I have this thing about like hand shooting. It's nightmare. It's nightmare <laughs> fuel. <laughs> what happened to you? I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. 
I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I share food all the time. You do. You know, it's either my uh, thought it. process or you ask. And either one of those are great. Don't put your hands on my plate. But I did. I like when we went out to eat yesterday, I was like, may I please have a carrot? Yeah, awesome. Have all those carrots, dude. I'll fucking get you a side order of carrots, too. This for is that. why every girl Jack's ever dated just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do dinner dates anymore. I still don't go for food. Nope. I still don't believe his roommate exists. I've never met them. We'll get her on here. I'll finally meet her. With her entire missing left hand and everything. <laughs> Obviously not the entire because it's missing. Well, no, she has the entire hand. Oh, yeah. I turned it into a necklace for her. Oh, that's so kind of you. Yeah, I'm a handy guy. I wish they cut my thumb so I could be well, like. Well, and the thing is, the hand now only has three fingers up because she's made two wishes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tell you, one of them for me was not thinner. <laughs> As you folks know, we like to have a beer or three while we podcast, and sometimes that leads to a not-so-pleasant morning after, unless we remember to hydrate, people. That's where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and it's now available in sugar-free with a proprietary zero-sugar solution that has no artificial sweeteners. I love using Liquid IV because it comes in convenient little packets you can take with you, makes me feel rejuvenated and hydrated, and best of all, it actually tastes good. Just one packet of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than just water alone, thanks to the eight vitamins and nutrients it has, and it has three times the electrolytes of those other sports drinks. We love Liquid IV so much that we're offering you, our loyal listeners, a steal of a deal. Get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use the code WORSTPEOPLE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORSTPEOPLE at liquidiv.com. If you've thought about recording a podcast before, but like myself, realize you need a lot of different tools and services, well, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and easily distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. You can record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests and feel a sense of zen knowing that Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code WORSTPEOPLE, that's W-O-R-S-E-P-E-O-P-L-E, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. So Charlie Sheen finds a body in a barrel. <laughs> and I love it because he picks it up. He's like, oh, this is heavy. What's in here? Opens it. He just looks in and closes it, starts to walk away, and he does the double take like, wait, what did the I just, fuck? Was that a, <laughs> I think it was real? And then he's calling his uh, Emilio Estevez over. James. I almost said his brother. It's not his brother. James. James. <laughs> Come look um, at this. Look in here. I'm not going to tell you what's in it, though. <laughs> like, just, what, what's in here? Just look for yourself. Dude, if you're showing me a barrel with a dead body in it, give me a quick little heads up. Yeah, you got to give me a stand by me there. Right? You want to see a dead body? <laughs> you want to see a dead body? <laughs> yeah, give me a little something like that. <laughs> Even if it's not that same. Tell you, uh, Derek. 
do you want to see a dead body? <laughs> and Keith David comes over and sees it too and is, has another great line. Looks like someone threw away a perfectly good white boy. Staring down the cam- <laughs> the camera's in the barrel, yeah. so you just get a great view of Keith David. Love that. That beautiful, beautiful smile. <laughs> he's the, uh, just like... The, the Quentin yeah. Tarantino trunk shot. Remember, that's where he got it. Oh, yeah. He saw, he's like, I could work with this. He, he's always inspired by all these old 70s movies, but really it was men at work. <laughs> <laughs> thought we thought he was like aping off of Kurosawa. It was Emilio the whole time. <laughs> uh, it's, from, it's, from, it's from the classic director, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> him, Charlie Sheen and him put on a clinic. <laughs> also, good coke. <laughs> Not enough feet. They pull the body out and they're like trying to figure out what to do with this thing. And they like set the body up against the truck and he falls over. <laughs> but it, this is what you were talking about. This dude great, doing great dead body work. He he's, he's stuck in a great little rigor mortis position already. Yeah. Because he's laying there and his arm is, and his head are like up off the ground and the rest of him is laying like, down. <laughs> yeah. Like if any, if any person alive got laid in the ground on their side, your body would kind of, you know, contour. Yeah. And I mean, it's not totally right because if it was rigor mortis. He wouldn't he would have be, been able. He would be in the fetal position up. that he was in. He that wouldn't barrel, be pliable but, at all. Yeah, but but it's funny for comedic purposes, <laughs> <laughs> which is what we're all here for. Hopefully, no, I'm serious. Oh, this, you didn't know that this is a cinema podcast. Oh, see, I this was a, a film buff. You're a cinephile. <laughs> Documentaries. Oh, I thought it was a mockumentary. <laughs> no, this is. You this tell is me information, I make fun of it. Oh, okay, that's what a mockumentary is. Gotcha. <laughs> so the douchebag cops come back. And so they have to pretend that this, they have to pretend that this dead body isn't dead. <laughs> so they take a, tra- a cowboy hat out of the trash oh, can. Oh, hold on, not a cowboy hat. That's a Woo Girl Rocky Point yep. shot Straw. of tequila cowboy hat. Bro. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> or you know, Brett Savage, not Brett what, Savage. That's Brett, I, yeah, Brett, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. And that's the same thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said, I just said. You're correct. That's just his hat, I retact, Whitney. I retact, I retact my statement. So they put the cowboy head on him, and they're pretending he's not dead. Yeah. And these cops, or the, the <laughs> cop who talks, just like, this guy looks like he might be dead. And like he's like, I'm, I'm, I could take you in for being in this state because they say he's drunk. Yeah, I love it. Keith David grabs this dude's arm from behind. I don't know why I'm acting it out, but he grabs his arm from behind and makes him like slap his face to his <laughs> cheek. It's, a, it's like a half a Home Alone. The, like you know, it's that. I don't want to oh. go to jail. It's, the mouth is already like frozen open. <laughs> Whether anybody here recommends this movie or not, we all recommend that scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so they end up getting the body away, and they're. I thought, so they're in the locker room and they're discussing what to do with this dead body pretty loudly. <laughs> and then as they leave, you see their rivals there hiding behind their like open lockers. Yeah, and I thought and it was that they were going to hear. Yeah, same. It's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently they set up another another prank. Yep. Uh-huh. But like, in hey, Emilio's. In, yeah, in Emilio's locker. He's like, hey, did you, uh, did you set that thing up right? Like, I followed the instructions. Yeah. So they go and they open Emilio's locker and they look it around and they're like, okay, well, I don't know. I guess it just doesn't just another shit cannon. This is a jackass this three one? level fucking airbag <laughs> that deploys. Holy shit. A, a thing of shit knocks this guy's towel off his head. Yes, it does. Insane. <laughs> and it's like three times as much as what they had. Oh, I mean, dookie, dookie in every face now, orifice you got. Now you can ask where'd they get this shit. 
I'm going to ask every time you got a bag full of fucking <laughs> air compressed shit. Well, like I said, Budweiser and Jaeger, that makes sense. <laughs> These guys, I guess it looks like protein shakes and weed brownies. Yeah. So that could be yeah. shits too. <laughs> That's not going to be good. There's a lot of shits if, though. If Just imagining it was real feces. I like to imagine there's some farmer like, well, people oh. keep calling me for buckets of pig shit. <laughs> I'm making quite a killing. Never thought I could. Could you imagine the farm was failing too. Just, Everyone told me I was crazy when I said I was going to sell pig shit. I'm a pig shit farmer. <laughs> I mean, I just, you got to like wonder if they're going back to working with garbage. Like, oh, thank God, it smells better. In right? Here. You think that farmer is the farmer that owns Babe? Because you know that guy doesn't want to kill his pig anymore. So now he just sells his shit. They're all special to me. Some talk and some shit. <laughs> well, they all shit, really, but sometimes it looks cool. He's standing there waiting for the newest batch, and he's like, that'll do, pig. <laughs> That's some poo, pig. <laughs> That's some poo. <laughs> this one looks like Orion's belt. <laughs> so we have a corpse and a, and a Nixon mask. <laughs> yes, we do. Speaking of Nixon, yeah, earlier in this movie. We had the, we had the Nixon trivia. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think we mentioned it. I think it was, but I saw the movie, so I know that. Yeah. There, there was some Nixon <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I mean, this movie likes Nixon or hates him. Can't tell. Yeah. He's a dead body, so. Because then when Keith David comes in, uh, or because now they're back at their apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now he comes in. He's like, can we move Millhouse somewhere? So like, he's on middle name basis with this guy? Yeah. And it's funny because I didn't, I was looking away and I didn't see the mask at first. So when he's like, can we move Millhouse? I was like, Keith David, a big Simpsons fan? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Seems to be a smart I mean, fella. He's had to have been at least 100 episodes. <laughs> oh, oh was yeah. Was that Nixon's middle name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Richard, Richard Millhouse yeah. Nixon. All right then. <laughs> I learned something today, guys. Oh, the more you know. Bling. 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 So you don't have to worry about using the logo here. It's fine. <laughs> Can't sue me for audio. I want a pig shit farm anyway. What are you going to do? You're take half my pig shit? You can have all of it. We deliver in airbags. <laughs> Pressurized. Turns out people are just using it for explosive shit pranks, so I just get the if middle If they man. wanted explosive shit pranks, they should have talked to my ex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sorry. Uh, this this episode is just derailed, dude. <laughs> On a movie we love. <laughs> or at least I do. Can't so, introduce a pig shit farmer and expect me to behave? Well, speaking of pig shit, they Are order okay some pizza. No. <laughs> what? Sorry. I He's, missed it. I was talking. He opened his beer and I like spilled everywhere. I got juices on me. Yeah. Sometimes you juice yourself. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. It happens Sometimes. on the farm a lot more than you think, I'll tell you. <laughs> Juicing is what they call, the pigs call fucking. Sometimes you just got to push a pig through the fence. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever see those Play-Doh machines where you can make all the shapes? Well, I put that on my pig's anus. This one's shit a star. <laughs> this one's got spaghetti. This one needs a haircut. <laughs> pig shit farm material. <laughs> anyway. Fucking Christ. So they order some fucking pizza. Fucking Christ, we got one of pig, <laughs> a pig shit a pile that looked like fucking Christ right there. Go ahead. <laughs> the pig shit business slowed down, so I found some pictures that looked like Jesus and invited people out to pay. It's a miracle. This one looked like Jesus. Turns out Jesus looked like a piece of shit. You just got to get uh, Gabriel Byrne from the, <laughs> from Stigmata to come out here and check this out. Oh, I'm a little too miracle. busy for that. I don't have time for pig shit. 
no, thank you. I've heard your podcast and I'll have no part of it. <laughs> oh, man. If Gabriel Byrne was on our podcast, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be Calm fucking up. great. I'd have to work better on my impersonation. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, sorry I did your voice like that, man. Like, You're probably a really nice guy. I can't do one, so I'm just going to say, he goes, that's too Liam Neeson, man. That's why too Liam Neeson, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to come for you. I've got a particular set of balls. <laughs> so they order a pizza. Which is important eventually. <laughs> yes, and and Charlie Sheen goes over to uh, Susan's house or apartment. He thinks he thinks that she might have killed. Yeah, uh, Jack. Berger. Yeah, they they suspect her, which they thought the guy was beating her. So I'm like, eh. yeah, eh. if she did, she'd stand up for herself, yeah. man. Fuck him. She's not an '80s woman. She's a '90s baby. But he's going over there and he's walking down the hall. First, he's like tiptoeing across the street. <laughs> and at the same time, because Amelia was like, what the fuck is he doing? And Charlie Sheen's like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> it's pretty great, dude. He's doing like the da, 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 da. But he stops. <laughs> and he walks in and he's going up to her door and the door comes open and scares the shit out of him. Yes. It <laughs> <laughs> it's apartment 420, by the way. Oh, nice. Nice. And he decides to lie. I don't remember what he said his name was. Fucking Bill S. Preston Esquire. The or third. Something. <laughs> it is Ted Lewinsky. Theodore. Ted Theodore Logan the third. <laughs> Ted Theodore Lewinsky the third. <laughs> and she invites him, or she's like, I, I don't recognize you. Do you live in the building? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just live for private life. Uh, I'm a phrenologist. I've been here for five years, living my private life in the building. Yeah, building uh, five what years. does a phrenologist do? I feel and interpret the size of Walt's asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the scalp. The scalp. The, 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 the bones and the, the scalp, the skull. <laughs> the bumps in yeah, your they head. brought that joke back. I mean. Yeah, they did. Great. And she doesn't question it. I, I might have questions. <laughs> So she brings him into the apartment and they have like a little thing going on and Emilio Estevez and Keith David are watching and they're like, what the fuck are you even doing? Estevez just wants to call the cops this whole time. Mm -hmm. And he does end up finally calling the cops. <laughs> they don't believe And him. they just laugh in his face, basically. Well, because now the pizza's here. Yeah. And oh. uh, Keith David just- Oh, that's right. That happens first. His yeah. naps this guy. Uh, Dean Cameron. Yes, Dean Cameron. So the name of this pizza place is Pizza and Pancakes. Which we got going on that. <laughs> also, we did all question or uh, uh, guess how much the pizza was. Derek won. And Derek was 10 cents off. We're talking 1990s, large pizza, pepperoni, extra cheese, $7.90. Call in with your guess. Well, your guess was $7.90, sorry. I said $7.90. It was 8 bucks. So I win by prices Right rules. Absolutely. Yes, you do. Double showcase. I was way over. Yeah, and I was a <laughs> little bit less over, but more than Derek. Basically, Estevez is taking the body out of the bathroom because they put it in there. And the, as soon as the pizza guy is there and he rolls by with the body, so Keith David's like, he's seen the body. We got to take him, too. And he, like, grabs him and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? The solution <laughs> is not kidnapping. <laughs> Puts this pizza guy's head through a fucking wall. By the way, oh. speaking of shoulder pads from that guy's suit earlier, oh. this pizza, pizza uniform has pizza shoulder pads. I mean, much like the French soldiers had the tassels coming off their shoulders. <laughs> Almost exactly pizza. like I mean, the French is, army. I mean, we're, who, who invented pizza? Probably Italians. Uh, They're basically the, the French, right? I don't know. I don't know. But don't say Jack that. And, Jack and I were very disappointed with this guy's fucking liner after this. Because he, he's doing like the I see stars and birds kind of face, you know, and you know he's a second from passing out. You want him to say something great, something maybe uh, uh, revealing about his, himself. Quippy. And we get extra, extra cheese. cheese. Plunk. Bam. Meow, meow. Yeah. 
And I like this actor. We we know him from summer school. Dead ski rabbits school, would have been a better line. A bunch of <laughs> dead rabbits. Yeah, from summer school. Oh yeah, would have been great. <laughs> See, connected universe though. Exactly. This guy did graduated college or high school. High school. He graduated and, ski and school and became a pizza pancake guy. Yeah. Peas and pancakes? Pizza pancakes. <laughs> Pizza peas. He wanted a piece of pancakes, guy. There we go. There we go. And Keith David has this running thing throughout this, I don't trust cops. Which oh, yeah. We shouldn't. I hate Especially, cop- this is probably LA we're saying. Yeah, you don't yeah. trust those cops. Especially. <laughs> Especially if you're an African-American man, and it's this is the, I mean, it's 90s, which is called the 80s. Apparently a garbage man, too. Watch out. Watch your shit. Um, so they've got this t- this pizza guy tied up, and Emilio Estevez is trying to give him some pizza. Oh, he's got Keith David's nasty tie in his fucking mouth. Go on. Well, Keith David has this fucking problematic Vietnam flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it it might be problematic, but I think it's not for me because it's depicting him like he's he's having this flashback. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's making fun of it in a comedy movie. My yes. problem. the reason I say that is the music. The more music. Than, they've got the pizza guy with like the rice hat on. But he's not in any kind of paint. He's not, he's I not think Joe that's, Piscopo. I think that's why yeah, it works correct. for me. He's not. He's, he doesn't have the Fu Manchu. Yeah. Like, it's a white dude doing a white face. He's just having the flashback. And Emilio Estevez is dressed up like a Vietnam soldier. But, but the music rice. is the... Which yeah. is yeah. not Vietnamese. But no. it's whatever it is. It's 1990. I mean, that's one of, like, three original songs in this movie. Because the rest are all just super reggae. Uh, I think you said UB40. UB40 They're is in, They have one of- track. Yep. The rest are all just that late 80s, uh, uh, early 90s uh, electric drum reggae. They take the pizza man and the body because they're leaving for some reason. Uh, Charlie Sheen and Homegirl leaving. Oh, that's right. They're going to follow them. She wants to do something, man. She's got a wild hair up that wild butt. They've been doing shots, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, she makes them like a I cocktail did, or something. I did like this too. Yeah, it's in a it's in a rocks glass, like, and she's going to Cheers, and Charlie Sheen's already just fucking Nostrovia to the <laughs> face with this, and, and he's like, I, I don't it's touch the, the it's, stuff. It's for often. the pain. I hardly touch this stuff. <laughs> Can I get another? Um, but the hitmen are, are on their way because they found out that the tape is probably at her house, what? and they see the body and. The pizza man being dragged out to this truck, <laughs> and they recognize him because the Nixon mask falls off. Uh-huh. So they know why is it got a dead body. So we have this car quote chase where there's so there's Susan and Charlie Sheen and in this, her in the sexiest fucking like mid sixties Corvette Stingray. Oh. Very nice car. It's the same one from True Lies. She beautiful. Yeah, they're being pursued by Emilio Estevez. And um, Larry David in like this big truck. Larry David? Larry David. Not, David. not Larry David. Keith David. <laughs> Very like... different movie if it was Larry David. <laughs> He's just complaining the whole time. <laughs> I mean, why, why we got to go down this road? Like, I mean, there's better traffic if we go this way. I told you to take the tunnel. You took fifth. <laughs> and then the the rival garbage men are behind them, even though they kind of disappear. And something keeps happening with this uh, vehicle, by the way, that you noticed right away. The back window is shattered, but it's together. But you know how like the tent holds things together. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's uh, uh what do you call that? Spider web. Spider web. Thank you. It's spider web. That whole back of this gorgeous Bronco. Yeah. And then later in the movie, you see it from the back spider web with a giant like baseball sized hole. It's probably a prank between the two guys. Yeah, Some car pranks. A, a prank that was cut that yeah. we didn't see. Or before uh, the it, the movie even started. Yeah. I'm kind of happy got cut because it kept this movie fairly tight. Yeah. yeah. And the hitmen are behind them. And so they're all going down the road together. We're and- back to Midnight Madness, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's a little bit of a fuck up because the Bronco 
runs a red light and the cops turn around and start following them. But then the cops are pulling over Keith David and Emilio Because all three of them in a row ran it. The yeah. cop goes right behind the Bronco. Yeah. But then the Bronco's gone mysteriously. Yeah, they just disappear from that chase. Oh, but- man. Maybe it's uh, Charlie Sheen is wraithing it. Different movie. <laughs> Also, that was shot in Tucson. Yes, it was. <laughs> so they get pulled over, and the cops are surprised. The douchebag bicycle cops. They got their vroom vrooms back. What? Yeah, they, oh, got, they were they a couple of good boys. They got upgraded to being full-on cops now. <laughs> Not those fake-ass bicycle cops that you could just run from if you try real hard. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, but a lot of <laughs> people It's a good could. thing nobody in this truck hates cops. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What does Keith David have? David Keith. Keith David. Keith, Keith. Larry, so Larry David. <laughs> so Keith Carradine has I would, love to see, <laughs> I would love to see Larry David just deliver this. Human life means very little to me right now. Yeah, he has this whole speech. Like he pulls out his gun, the the pellet gun, and he holds it to the pizza guy's head. And because the cops aren't going to let them go because there's they see a dead body and a gagged <laughs> pizza man. You say it's so nonchalant, like all oh, these cops are being unreasonable. No, I this is the first time being reasonable. First time in 1990s L.A. These cops are on to something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got this whole speech, which I didn't have the whole thing, but he says something along the lines of like human life means very little to me right now. Um, oh, first he starts out with. I know what you're thinking. We just have another crazy N-word with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> the, the speech is fairly important because we will come back to it. But yeah. It does have it's, it's, it's great. It has something to do with like uh, I, what it, over in Vietnam, we used to do this. But, you know, now we get home and people think it's different. And it's a yeah. fucking I'm an unhinged monologue. <laughs> and he's awesome. given he's given this crazy vet speech. And the cops, he's like, so you need to drop your gun. So the one cop who does all the talking is at the door. He drops his gun. The other cop is Rickety behind the crickets truck. behind him. And he drops his flashlight. And Keith David is like, you guys, you cops must think I'm as dumb as you look. <laughs> great, great sentence, dude. <laughs> a gun sounds very different when it hits the concrete than a flashlight. So he Aww. drops his gun, which... Whitney was like, he dropped his flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they do a good job of, of making it sound like it, too. Yeah. They sound very different. The Foley work is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a flashlight, especially those mag lights, that's much Big heavier than light, a fucking yeah. gun. Um, well, that gun. I mean, there are guns that are heavier. Sure. We're talking about revolver. So they're trying not to get arrested. And I think basically they end up. They end up getting out and tying these cops up. Stripping them to their They strip skivvies. them down to their skivvies. <laughs> the white Handcuff dude. them around each other onto one of the little... Pin, uh, it's kind of like wheel? a... You know what? It's a child labor merry-go-round. I'm calling yes. it right now. Child it labor merry-go-round. One of the most dangerous toys on the playground. <laughs> oh, if you got the thing going, man, you can whip somebody right off yep. that shit. Anybody listening to this who was a youth In the before 80s? the 2000s... Two youths. <laughs> who knows what we're talking about it's yeah. the little merry-go-round spinny thing where you just stand on it your friends spin you as fast as they can and eventually centrifugal motion flings you off it's now a <laughs> carnival ride <laughs> like, it's so dangerous they had the carnies be in charge of it like they turned all the other playground toys plastic instead of metal and wood like they used to be but this uh-huh. one they were just like yeah erase that uh-huh. <laughs> we are not redesigning that i'm interested in hearing people's stories about that we got a bunch of young concussed children <laughs> It's fine. It's not good. I actually use something similar on the farm. I get four pigs on a circle and just spin it. We call it the pig shit sprinkler. We call it the wheel of fortune. I stand behind them and it goes, Wheel of fortune. I'm lucky to be there. (laughs) Thanks for having me back. So Charlie Sheen 
is on the beach with Susan now, and they start making out, and the hitmen Woo! show up, and they're gra- they basically grab them off the beach. One of the hitmen now has what he's calling oh, a it's taser. Mario. Yes. Yeah, this is early taser. See, we all know now, ladies, gentlemen, you can have a taser in your purse or your pocket. Pretty fucking compact now, yeah, right? This thing looks like this is a, a radar gun. This is a fucking dust devil. This looks yes. like yeah, this looks like something that the fucking ghost hunters take into an abandoned house with them and like walk around pointing at empty corners and going, Oh, oh did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> you, you feel it? It got cold in here. If, if anyone if anyone's there, we're friendly. <laughs> oh my god, did you just fucking hear that? Get out, get out. Hey, There's I know, no wall charging I, unit for this thing somewhere. I know we're in Germany, but I'm going to speak English to this ghost. And if it doesn't respond, <laughs> fuck this ghost. Did you hear what he said? He said, hail something. I think we should leave. <laughs> it's hailing this outside? This is not what? a good ghost, guys. Man, that ghost said it's hailing outside, guys. <laughs> this guy just said he was at Auschwitz. Oh, he wasn't on the right side. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no right side at Auschwitz. Ooh, there's the wrong side Damn. and the bad side. Philosophically, a wonderful statement. <laughs> Deep. So anyway, they get kidnapped <laughs> at Taser Point. Uh huh. And the one of the uh, Mario, Buddy Holly here, does end up tasering his friend because this couple's been back and forth. Like, yeah, we, they we haven't are. talked about it enough, and, and it's fine. But like they are a married couple of hitmen. Yes, they are. And finally, this is breaking point. He's like the, the, the ponytail guy says, "The day you fucking criticize me," he starts calling like Italian slurs. I'm like, "You're pretty You're- Italian yourself, there, feller." Is he? Yeah. Look like, like look like it and sounded like it. Yeah. Maybe I'm just east coasting. Yeah. Yeah, but he's we're just- on the west coast, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, That's- but he's definitely like the day I fucking let you get away with calling me this this oh, is yeah. the day that this ocean dries up and then bam. They did have the whole argument taser. about like uh, something. Something. He's like, "Where'd you hear that?" He's like, "Oh, I heard it from your mother." Yeah. So. Don't you say anything about my mother <laughs> Never, ever, ever, ever. Your mother, your mother, your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun married couple. It's an it odd is. couple of its men. <laughs> and while all that was happening, because it does matter here, uh, the the garbage guys, the garbage rivals, uh-huh. uh huh, pomp you the dreads in the pomp, dreads in the pomp. Dreads and the Pomp show up, and they start <laughs> fucking with this car, with uh, Susan's car. And the, Dreads is like, hey, man, we don't have any trouble with her. And he's like, hey, but we do have a problem with him, and he's with her, so fuck it. He's trying to, like, make it the brakes are fucked up but not gone. Yeah. But that doesn't happen because now Dreads, the worst source of light ever is like, give me, like, well, I guess give you don't have a cell phone. Yeah, but let me, still. Let me, get you, give me a light. So he like holds up a, a, a match. Not even a good match. A just, bar match. Yeah, a bar fucking matchbook match. Like this these is, things you have put se- up no you, you have Something seconds. you got from the gas station. You better fucking hurry and light that shit. I think that's why, so he drops it and it doesn't go out, but he dropped it and he's like, well, I dropped it. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. He's, he's dropped enough of these trying to light a joint. Oh, he, he knows. knows. <laughs> it's like hard to keep them lit when you want them to. Egon tases his, his friend, <laughs> and then, then the uh, Charlie Sheen and Susan try to get away and run to the car, and the car just fucking goes up. It explodes. And y- your wife saw the rope, and I didn't, but I saw the fucking uh, half, Flip. half gainer, triple Lindy <laughs> spin move this thing did. Triple Lindy, by the way, is the move that uh, Rodney Dangerfield does in Back to School. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Who taught him how to die if I did? <laughs> Take my wife. I take her everywhere. She always finds a way back. This movie only cost $9 million to make. Okay. But this car costs like, what, a half a million? Well, if it's a- It's I mean, probably if, a kit car. I was going to say, if a kit car, you're probably getting away with like twenty twenty five thousand 25000 back then. But it's just a, it's a, like, if it was the real thing, like, come on, guys. Yeah. We'll blow this fucking car up. 
I hope they just had just a shell. Like, they, they fabricated a shell. Yeah. And it's just on a Volkswagen Beetle. Because it made me sad. <laughs> yeah. It's gorgeous, man. I mean, it's got that red, the, the white accents on the side. This is a sexy fucking car. It's yeah. beautiful. Rest in pictures. <laughs> yes. You know who else? Uh, oh, never mind. I was going to say Sam Malone drove this car, but it's not true. His was a different Corvette. Scratch that from the you record. Fucking I'm lied sorry. to me. I'm sorry. Sam Malone from Cheers for our viewers that are less than forty. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's like Cheers is ahead of our time. Like I, us <laughs> liking Cheers that. is retro. Well, I mean, Cheers is kind of ahead of our time. When, when did it start? Eighty four. Eighty two. Eighty two was its I first, was and it went for what eleven years? Yeah. So ninety three. I mean, so I watched. I grew up watching it, but I mean, it yeah. ended when I was as did eight. I. But I don't think we would have gotten into it because of how how I was. Zero. I was eighty-two as myself. I was definitely watching it by myself in my bedroom. But because you had parents that probably showed <laughs> no, it to you. No, because it was on the channel. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. The, <laughs> one, the, the one channel you could get. Yeah. What else am I going to watch? I had. This is when I had to go to my TV and turn it on and click something. So once you're on the station, like I'm fucking good here, <laughs> yep. dude. To be fair, I was watching it. Because that's what my parents were watching. Yeah. And this was not the, obviously not the age of streaming and really not even the age of like everybody has their own TVs. We had a TV in my, in my, uh, in our bedroom, me and my brother, but it was, we didn't have cable or anything. So I'm watching the same three channels that my parents are probably watching. We played video games on it. Exactly. So if I wanted to watch something, I was watching what they were watching. And I, it's not like now where your kid can go, this is stupid. I'm going to go watch something else on my phone. You had no choice. Yeah. Also, I don't know what it is. That dimly lit dark wood bar is my fucking safety blanket when I need something to be on when I like I can't fall asleep or hung over and need to take a nap. Like there's every instance ever. Cheers is my safety I'm trying. blanket. I, I like watching random episodes, but I tried watching it from the beginning and like I think it's a combination of a lot of shows where like the first season is not the greatest. First season was but also every show back then critically. was twenty four episodes minimum uh-huh. per season. So people are like, just get through the first season. I'm like, oh, so just get through twenty four episodes. I still love it. Just get through twelve hours. <laughs> so Charlie Sheen finally fesses up to Susan that his name isn't what he said it was. I He's like how he, he delivers he it was. too. He's like, actually, it's Carl. So when you're panicking and you're yelling my name, panically yell Carl. Yeah, that's a great delivery. <laughs> and they stop at the little side of the thing here, and she's like, "Wait, you you lied to me." And he kind of explains himself. I saw him beating on you. I, I shot you him with a thing. I thought you killed him. We thought it was you. And she's like, "All right, let's go." Runs out of frame. Comes back. Smacks him. I hate liars. That's for lying. Runs oh, away and what? he's just she standing there shocked. Liars? What? She hates liars? Which everybody does, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then she runs back in frame. That's for spying on me. <laughs> he's just standing there stunned. Then she runs back in frame and he winces finally. She's like, come on. Let's go. Yeah, that's a good little moment of like physical comedy from Charlie Sheen. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to give Estevez for framing it up right. Yeah, definitely. So, Because I don't know if you know this. He directed this. I hear. He had a little to do with this movie. I figured since I read his name three times in the opening <laughs> credits. It was five. <laughs> so they end up stealing this cop car because they're looking for police and they find it. And they're like, where the fuck are these cops? We're over here by the playground. Uh, he's got us looking like we're fucking each other, but we're not fucking each other. You think? Yeah. Do you think they did it? I mean, somebody definitely got hard. It's probably <laughs> this power bottom. <laughs> Officer and it is, it is a little Murphy. bit of that like 80s, 90s gay panic thing because it's like, because he's like, you guys, you know, he's like, can you come over here and give us a hand? And Charlie Sheen's like, I'm not into that. But uh, Maybe because it's like Charlie Sheen, I didn't see it on his face as judgmental. He's just like, you're busy. 
I'll come back in 30 to an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> because he knows he knows what a good bondage orgy looks like. <laughs> he's, he's hosted a few. He's been to a playground bondage party once before in his life. So they steal this cop car and then immediately crash it into the hitman, making it rendering it unusable. <laughs> unusable. Yeah. And also rendering the third act of the film. It's the perfect fucking segue because now even your wife's like, where did these guys come from? Fucking Potterdam and, and the beat up guys are now just walking down the street. Here we are. We're in the movie again. I'm yep. back. I'm sure. back. Where were you? The hitman just, I'm back. I didn't know you were. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there. You may go now. <laughs> you may go. Potterdam and the beat up boys take, as uh, not Estevez, Charlie Sheen and Susan to... Wherever they're taking him, his lair. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's the, uh, or whatever this place I believe is it's called. the Acme Chemicals from uh, <laughs> in Gotham. Up until now, they think like Susan and Carl Sheen think that they're after Carl and not her. So she thinks these people are coming after him. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because she's like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> and I probably is, fucked a bunch of their wives." This is the part where they realize they've been after her this whole time. Yeah, and Keith David and Emilio she's Estevez. Got the tape. And she's got the tape. Keith David, Emilio Estevez, the pizza guy in a dead body, follow them. All walk into a bar. The car chase at Bernie's. <laughs> so Keith David, a dead body, walk into a bar. Emilio Estevez. He sits still gets down. served. <laughs> Me and my friend will have a shot. So they 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 start to follow him, and I guess they decide to get their garbage truck at some point so they can drive into this place. I, I'm assuming. But then it cuts to the have other fun storming the castle. Well, yeah, right before. These guys, like, they're taking this prank way too fucking far. He's got heavy-duty gloves on and this vial. and of he's with, acid? Of, right? Hydrofluoric acid. Is that and he, like, drops a couple drops onto the brake line. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye brake line. <laughs> on yeah. a fucking garbage well, yeah. and truck. And not only are you going to kill them, the, whoever they hit is obliterated yeah. now. Well, yeah, it's Dreads in the pump are just like, oh, this is going to get them fired. I'm like, <laughs> No, it's going to get them on fire. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the idea in their head is that the trucks aren't supposed to go that fast. Like if you're only going 15 miles an hour, so there's going to fender bender somebody, yeah, but either way it's here. a big fucking truck. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be hit by a garbage truck going 15 miles an hour machine. <laughs> so they, they, yeah, they cut the brakes with acid and then they like twinkle toe their fingers, fingers together, which doesn't make sense. You're wearing these gloves. Don't worry about ow, it. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> My fingers are on fire. I didn't touch the liquid, only the bottle. You're safe. <laughs> well, then I must go to the doctor because there is something on my hand that is burning me. <laughs> and then Maxwell Pilladompio puts them into puts Charlie Sheen and Susan That's into so these, much better. <laughs> puts Charlie Sheen and Susan into barrels because they're going to be thrown out with all the rest of the put toxic these waste. Two into barrels. <laughs> Throw them with the waste to the ocean and pollution. <laughs> Oh, God man. damn. Why are we fucking giving Papa Roach <laughs> any sort of credence here, man? The fucked up thing is we all knew immediately. Yeah. When was the last time you heard that song? Uh, what's today? Yeah. Tuesday. Our daughter plays uh, it. Monday. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I was thinking somewhere around 2013. I read memes that have it like, uh, yeah. Cut my slice from this pizza. Oh, yeah. This okay. is my, like, and I, as soon as I read it, I'm like, well, fucking earworm. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, my favorite one I ever saw that was an earworm meme, nothing to do with this, was Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs doing his, like, would you would fuck you me fuck, dance, yeah, right? Yeah. But then someone photoshops in uh, 
Corey Taylor's mask from Slipknot. Okay. And then it says, I put my wiener between my thighs. <laughs> and Love now it. I can hear that song, dude. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Good memeing. Good meme work. <laughs> so uh, Estevez and David drive this truck through the gates and find out they have no brakes, which doesn't really matter. They crash into some barrels. The hitmen come out looking for them. They accidentally hit the, the dump the trash button. Yeah. And these hitmen are looking... It's a 360-degree area that you can look. And we're getting They're a beep now, a by solid... the way, Whitney. What? We're getting a beep here now. Yeah, we are. Like, this is a don't fucking stand. Yeah, and when you can hear the the motor, these guys so are looking at a solid trash. 270 degrees of Except their view. Except directly behind just them. Just not the 90 degrees they need to be looking at. Hey, you at. look left, I'll look right, and nobody look behind us. We'll meet in the middle of a forward. <laughs> and now these two are just kind of out of the movie now. They get I buried with trash. So, yeah. yeah, bummer. Hmm. Bummer. They get dumped right out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we have the like a barrel chase scene. So like <laughs> it's a barrel of laughs. <laughs> these guys, these these uh hazmat suit wearing dudes who were dumping the barrels at the beginning and are now taking all these barrels at the end, they're driving barrels out to these trucks. Yeah, they are. And Emilio Estevez is like right in front of one of these trucks running for his life, and this dude is just Going right along. He doesn't give a fuck. Oh, he's OSHA's like, not here, so he like he's got no field of view. He can't see. There are safety. That, this is as bad as the Death Star. You were saying <laughs> something about your roommate would have been oh, like... Oh, if, if the roomie was watching this because she works in this kind of thing, she would be flagging everybody everybody here. <laughs> this is Death Star with no rails, though. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> well, the Death Star has no rails. That's how all those stormtroopers fell off the... Uh, it doesn't make sense. You know, all those sense. bottomless chasms? It doesn't make sense. When you're building a super weapon slash base... Couple couple rails, couple rails, so you couple don't. You already built die. this whole kyber crystal laser thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's all of Star Wars. I mean, fucking Han Solo dies and he falls off of a fucking. It's a walkway that's above another bottomless chasm. True. Uh, ben Kenobi ben going Kenobi. up and down. Yeah, we yeah. got uh, even even uh, Bespin, the Cloud City. Luke yeah. going through that. There's Cloud wow. City needs rails. Wow. It's called Cloud City. It's in the name. <laughs> I would change it to Rail City, but then Charlie Sheen might show up. <laughs> uh, I'm here to book a vacation for Rail City. Is it what I think? It's not that kind of city. No! no! That's not true! It's impossible! <laughs> that's impossible! <laughs> it's directly from, directly from episode okay. five. <laughs> I just see your confusion. <laughs> She's like, and God this is damn why it. the Star Wars podcast would be great. You love it. I know it. I she has no fucking clue. <laughs> oh, maybe I no, will be No, you'll be, on be there. Oh, oh, you'll yeah. be the confused one. No, well, she'll be on there for a little bit until she just decides, like, I can't. She just leaves. She just walks away in the middle of the episode. So Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez get reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> the barrel that Sheen's in, I think, falls over and opens up. Yep. And he comes out. And then they're hanging off the back of this truck. These trucks are driving down the freeway or whatever, this highway. And these guys are hanging off of it, trying not to get hit by cars. Having a good back, back and, and forth. forth, too. Yeah. He's like, uh, I think it's Emilio yells, like, any ideas? Like, I'll think of something. Oh, that's because hey, Emilio's... James, I didn't think of anything. <laughs> Emilio's gun is now caught on the side of the thing. I think it's the Chekhov's doors open. gun. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I see what you're at here. But yeah, his gun gets caught, and then he's like trying not to. And that's when the the uh, the pump and the pump and the douche dreads in the palm, <laughs> covered in shit. I, they they're coming driving the opposite way, and they that see him, and they're just there. like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like I think they swerve to avoid it. They don't actually kill him. I don't know if they do. I I think that Charlie Sheen pulls Amelia up in time. Oh, okay. and otherwise they would have murdered him. Yep. These are murderous dudes. 
Because they don't they, know what car pranks and garbage pranks are. They don't like stop or swerve. They grab onto each other and the car goes off the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they weren't trying like they just were scared. Were yeah, because he, he wasn't. I, I saw them looking at him and I expected the pomp to be like, oh, this is our chance. We got him now. But he was more like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that a rat for us? So they, they get to where they're going. Keith David is separated, and he's back at the, the factory, the chemical factory. And we hear a woo, woo, yep. woo. The cop car pulls up, and they get out, and he's like, rent-a-cops. And he looks right at the fucking he camera. He spikes this lens, dude. I mean, we're <laughs> I breaking. I hate rent-a-cops, too. We're breaking that fourth wall, and I'm, I'm fucking happy to have a conversation with Keith David, finally. <laughs> I've been yeah. waiting for And like this. a lot of times, if it's out of place in a movie like this, it's never happened before. I'm, I'm not a big fan, but in this case, this movie is so wacky yeah that i was like cool and as you had said this is keith david with like maybe this is kind of taking him down a peg as far as how intense it is like oh this is a comedy yeah this is i gotta remember this falls somewhere between the thing and requiem for a dream so (laughs) (laughs) i didn't take it out for air man (sighs) ass to ass (laughs) trying to see emilio just ass to ass (laughs) So he ends up tying up those rent-a-cops, too, we see. Same way. Same, Same way. He's Only got he doesn't thing. have a spinny wheel of death. And the, and yeah. the pizza guy is like, you got a problem, man. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, no judgment. Keith David's character might just be a, a closet case homosexual. Pa- He's got some pent-up things here. Yeah. Or he saw some shit. Run with that. Go see that Mystic Arts thing. Uh, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he arrives with dead body and the pizza man <laughs> Dude, these band names get ridiculous <laughs> that's just like a that's like a chemical brothers thing it's like an electronic duo the dead oh, body they're, and the they're pizza both man. wearing giant you helmets you had me until you said that <laughs> and they arrive at the the dumping site and um the pizza guy or emilio estevez oh i gotta say this dumping site though Derek clocked it right away. I mean, I know you and I had both seen this we were movie. Like, Who's going Derek down clocked that? it right away. He's like, that guy's going down that pipe. Yeah, there's this big hill that leads down into some water that's already got uh, dry ice pool. in it. It's a Cessna pool. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a pipe just from nowhere going to nothing. <laughs> no, and it I'm, goes to the Cessna pool. And immediately I was like, oh, Maxwell Pompelius Third is going down that <laughs> pipe, dude. It's not a fucking Roman gladiator, dude. <laughs> That would be Maximus Pompeius. Far from it. He's Greek, yeah. not Roman. Pompadopoulos. Same fucking thing. Ma- Maxwell Pompadopoulos the third. <laughs> that changes this movie a little bit. <laughs> and, but yeah, there's like a brawl that kind of breaks out. Oh, before the brawl, Emilio Estevez pulls out the pellet gun, which no one knows is a pellet gun except for our main characters. Yep. And he's holding it on one of these. The um, dead guy doesn't know. These <laughs> he's holding it on one of these uh, hazmat suit wearing men. And then the pizza guy shows up and he's like, oh, they're yelling at him from the police car. That's right. They're using the speaker system. He's like, you with the pellet gun, put it down. And he's like, I wouldn't do this with a pellet Pellet gun. gun. And that's the pizza guy is like, this was a fucking pellet gun the whole time. And that you might hear, have been earlier, but either way. Oh it, no, it was earlier. Yeah. But you hear uh, Pizza Guy and Pizza uh, Guy is the one that calls Keith out David that it's a pellet going gun. Going back and forth on like the the, yeah. the police radio. I sound more like a cop. Don't give me that shit. Don't touch that. <laughs> I do think it was funny that this uh, Pompadour Maximus Topmus uh, Papadopoulos <laughs> gave a shit about Haz Matthew. 
Like yeah. when he held him, <laughs> when I he held him hostage, I'm like, that, you could probably fucking shoot that guy. And he's like, I got ten more. I don't know right what, behind that's me. That's exactly what I expected. It was like, I'll kill him, and he'd be like, but okay. no, no, no. He's like, I don't want to do my own physical labor. <laughs> throw your guns over. We'll get more yeah. guns. We have more guns. He has his 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 henchmen throw their guns over the side of the hill. One of the henchmen kind of looks like a. An Italian version of Lou Diamond Phillips. Yes, <laughs> Louis. That's I saw it from a distance, friends. and Damn I was it. like, I was like, is that Lou Diamond? F-? No. <laughs> oh God! I would put Lou Diamond Phillips in this movie as uh, probably Pompadour. Yeah, Dreads oh. and Pomp. Lou Diamond Phillips and Gary Oldman. I want Lou from <laughs> Big Hit. Oh yeah, and Gary Oldman <laughs> from uh, True Romance. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, you can't afford that movie. I know. This is I know. no longer a $9 million movie. This is a wish list, man. <laughs> That's a $9 million, $9 million craft service table. I mean, this was after Young Guns. They could have asked Lou Diamond Phillips. True. Oh. Oh, we got that Lou Diamond in. You ain't getting Gary Oldman, though. No. What was Gary Oldman doing at the time? Coke. I don't know. Something good. Your mom. 1990? Yeah. Uh, probably something fucking epic. Check your, check your Criterion collection. What, Dracula was like, what, 94, 96 maybe? Yeah, probably, yeah 94 uh, feels True closer. Romance was like 90, 90. I was also like 94. Yeah. Maybe 96 also. Busy something year. like that. So I don't know. Yeah, he was doing getting, something better, though. You ain't getting him, but I want him. <laughs> so there's this brawl that breaks out. They're all scuffling. These... Garbage men, these moves Vietnam vet, and awesome. pizza man are just taking out these dudes. Well, I mean, to be fair, they're barrel loaders, except for two beat em up guys. Yeah. And that's the beat em up guys actually aren't even beat em up guys. They are hit men. <laughs> Very different. They're throwing these dudes over the side of this hill, down into the acid water, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then. Um, Maximilian Pompeian grabs this bulldozer. Oh, it's a kill dozer. <laughs> Dude, the fucking glove on this thing. I call it a glove because it looked like it's a catcher's mitt. A double catcher's mitt. Yeah. <laughs> He's he pushes one of these trucks down and we're all just like, well, that's a much faster way to put all your barrels into the water. You didn't by get the way. a new truck, dude. Come on. <laughs> You're Maximilian. <laughs> You're a Maximilianaire. <laughs> and they so they get out of the way of that. And they all try to get into the police car and they're like scrambling and they get in and they start to they're trying to get it started. And he's coming out and they're all like, get in, get in. He starts coming toward him. Get out, get out, get out. <laughs> it <laughs> was a little it made me laugh. This thing. Yeah. Keith like pulls the dead body out just in time. Yeah, another another we were watching it and Whitney referenced Christine. We did just watch it recently, but like the bulldozer running over the tr- the car just crushing the shit out of it, you know. Yeah. Um and then they kind of have this it's kind of a silly conclusion, but I guess it fits with like a kind of a wacky movie cuz like the guy gets out of the bulldozer and he's walking away, and Susan jumps out of her refrigerator. It's a, which, first it's a, of all, it's a throw together fun house in the middle yeah. of a trash landfill thing. Everybody knows if you're in a landfill, you don't get in the fucking refrigerator. There's That's rules, how kids dude. die. Yeah. <laughs> but Susan jumps out of the refrigerator, spray paints him in the eyes. He turns around, and then we get uh, what you say, Grouch's garbage cans. Uh huh. They high five garbage cans across his head and make him spin. And he comes up, and we've got the pizza guy <laughs> wearing, like a, wearing a garbage top a hat. A destroyed umbrella. Love the destroyed yeah. umbrella. It looks so fucking good. <laughs> He's like, Oh, your car, sir. They've got his limo there. And he opens the door, and the guy gets in, and there's the dead body <laughs> with a cigar and a cocktail. Really good corpse work from this fucking guy. <laughs> And when uh, Maximus Pompadelius realizes realizes what the body is, he's like, oh, fuck. And he goes and gets out. 
down the garbage chute. Oh, no. He gets shot in the butt by the pellet gun. Uh -huh. That's right. And then down the, the not garbage chute, down the mysterious oh, mystery it, so pipe. It's a garbage chute. <laughs> down the mystery pipe into the acid water. And then he's made of cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't show the the sequel. He dies, <laughs> and that's basically the end of the movie. That's I mean, it. we get a little yep. bit of a wrap up, but that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah they all just uh, stand there and look. We've now saved the environment. We uh, destroyed some corrupt politicians. Oh, yes, we, we do did. get the cops getting peed on by a dog. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah, we have the douchebag cops tied up, and a dog pisses on them, and that's fun. Outro with some Ziggy Marley, I think. Yeah, I think it sounded like Ziggy yeah. Marley. And that's that. Yay! I, yay! Happy Golf birthday! Golf clap. Just recommendations around the horn. Obviously, I kind of know where you guys are going, but obviously, I still give this two thumbs up. I grew up on this movie; it definitely held up for me. I'm so glad I did this. Happy birthday to me! I don't have much more to say than that, man. Like I grew up on it, and I loved it, and it held up, and I fully recommend it. All yeah. the thumbs up. Uh, uh, Bert, uh, Whitney's birthday, three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it too. First Woo! time seeing it, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think it might have enjoyed it more if it had been something I'd seen when I was younger. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I still enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'm watching it going, this is a, a, a stupid, silly it's a 90s, movie. 90s no comedy. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I had a good time. And, and I, that Charlie Sheen. zero unnecessary boobs in this. That's fine. Charlie Sheen um, acted. Yep. As did Emilio Estevez, which both of them would know not to do. Keith David fucking tears it Keith up. Keith David yeah. tears it up. Everybody everybody did a good job. The the cartoon character that was the Maximilian Pompafalian. Uh-huh. He did a great job. I just everybody was fun. It was a fun movie. It's stupid, but it's fun. Yep. Yay. My type. So I didn't mention at the beginning, but in the past last episode, I said that we were going to be doing whatever it takes this week. We changed it for Whitney's birthday because you. So, you didn't want to get a divorce. Yeah, I didn't want to get. Well, I didn't want to get smothered in my sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to find you in a yellow barrel. <laughs> I have one back. Oh, back. Terrifying. It's not yellow. It's blue. <laughs> um, She's bluffing. <laughs> but next week we'll do whatever it takes, which has um, Don the Dragon Wilson, Andrew Dice Clay, Ooh. Uh, Fred Williamson. If you don't know who that is, Google it. You'll be like, oh. You'll recognize him. <laughs> That'll be our next week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, follow. Whatever thing your particular app lets you do, do that because it helps people find us. We want to thank Evasion for the opening and closing music. Go buy some merchandise. Check out the YouTubes. I definitely have something to say. Uh, this Saturday, we were going to have a craft fair at Harbottle Brewing. Um, it starts at noon, goes until 5. Come check it out. We got com community there selling their wares, stuff they've made, stuff they baked. We've got some other breweries showing up. It's a really fun place to be. Yes, November 11th. Yes. That's the day of the event. Go check that out. Thank you, guys. You'll hear us next week. I have been Derek. I'm still Whitney. I am Jack. I got nothing. <laughs> go trash yourself. Yeah, good night and go trash yourself. <laughs>